The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What does Peter mean when he tells us to make our calling and election sure in 2 Peter 1 verse 10? 2 Peter 1 verses 10 and 11 says, Brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fail. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's the King James Version. The clear command is to make your calling and election sure, or as the NIV puts it, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. A believer's calling is God's drawing him to salvation. Peter alludes to this calling earlier in the same chapter when he speaks of God who called us by his own glory and goodness. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. A believer's election is God's selection of him to be saved from before time began. The doctrine of election or predestination is taught elsewhere in the Bible, too. God is the one who calls and elects, so the believer's calling and election are already sure from God's point of view. Therefore, the command for believers to diligently make their calling and election sure must refer to the believer's point of view. God wants us to have assurance of our salvation, and the best way to do that is to be pursuing godly virtues and actively growing in the Christian life. 2 Peter 1 verses 5 through 7 lists godly qualities that believers should add to their faith, goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, and love. Those qualities are the these things of verse 10, and the reader is urged thereby to make your calling and election sure. In doing these things, one will never stumble and is promised a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom, verse 11. On the surface, Second Peter chapter 1 seems to affirm that one's salvation depends on having the qualities listed in verses 5 through 7. On closer inspection, however, it becomes apparent that Peter is addressing those who already have faith, which he lists as the first and foundational quality. Also, Peter presumes that some of those who did not demonstrate these qualities had in fact been saved, for whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. 2 Peter 1 verse 9. So being cleansed from past sins does not automatically mean a person will grow in goodness, knowledge, etc. But if he doesn't possess these qualities in increasing measure, verse 8, he is spiritually myopic and forgetful of God's grace. Let's examine the command to make your calling and election sure within the context of what Peter says before that. Verse 3. The reader's godly life is somehow being threatened by their circumstances, and we know from Peter's previous epistle that they had been suffering. The apostle is therefore providing reassurance that they have all the resources they need to persevere within their knowledge of God, the one who called them. Verse 4. Peter adds that God's glory and goodness entails very great and precious promises, through which his readers may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. God's goal is to produce a holy people for himself. Believers should have the same goal, to become that holy people. Verses 5-7 through seven. It's clear that Peter presumes that his readers have already exercised faith, and that these qualities are to be added to their faith. These same virtues allow believers to participate in the divine nature, and thus distinguish themselves as a holy people. In his epistle, James explains how these qualities add to faith and enable one to become a friend of God. James 2, verses 22 and 23. Verse 8. Here is a mention of a fruitful knowledge of Christ that will enable believers to display God's character effectively. 
This comes through maintaining a close relationship with Christ. Jesus called it abiding in Him, in John chapter 15. Verse 9. When the qualities listed in verses 5 through 7 are not present in a believer, it betrays the fact that he's forgotten his true identity in Christ. Believers have been cleansed from past sins, and we must not forget it. By persisting in sin, believers are blinded to their new identity as a holy people for God. Verse 10. In light of all that comes before, we should see the exhortation to make your calling and election sure as a call to shore up our righteous character as a holy people. The compound verb translated to make sure can mean either to verify in the sense of assuring oneself of something that may not be true or to guarantee or protect something that is already true. It is the latter meaning in view here. We are told to shore up our calling and election to be holy as God is holy by exhibiting the list of behaviors in verses 5 through 7 so we do not fall into past sinful behavior. Verse 11. Those who successfully display the qualities listed in verses 5 through 7 are the ones who are assured of their salvation and can go through this world confident that they will receive a rich welcome as friends of God and co-heirs with Christ. In summary, to make one's calling and election sure is to live out the Christian life in the power of the Holy Spirit. It is to do more than simply pay lip service to Christ. Those who profess salvation but never grow in their walk with God will suffer a lack of assurance always wondering if they are really saved or not. Those who grow ever more like Christ will be sure of their calling and election. They will know that they have eternal life. They will be living testimonies of the power of God to change lives. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.